Hey there, everybody. Welcome to the Super Bowl edition of the Betting Pros NFL podcast brought to you by BetMGM. I'm your host, Dan Harris. You can find me on Twitter at DanHarris80. This is it. The biggest gambling event of the year. The Super Bowl is here. It's an event so big that we're bringing on not just one, but two guests. You love them both. I mildly tolerate them both. They are Sean Green, (laughs) co-creator and co-host of the Sports Gambling Podcast, and Andrew Cayley, a senior publishing editor over at Covers. Gentlemen, how are you? I'm doing great, man. Thanks for having me on. Really, yeah, this, really excited to be here. Yeah, this is where you guys are going to have to be really careful because you're just going to both you're there are going to be periods where you guys are just going <laughs> to sit there in silence because Andrew's going to be like, oh, I think Sean's going to talk. And so going to be like, I think Andrew's going to talk. So it's fine. It doesn't matter. You guys can just talk. Don't even worry about it. So here's how things are going to go today. We're going to break down the game itself with the spread and the over-under, and then we're going to move to some props, which is really where things get crazy in the Super Bowl. Is that good with you guys? Sean, is that good with you? Yes, lock it in. Andrew, is that good with you? That's that's awesome with me. Let's not hold anything back. All right. Yeah, it's the last game of the season. Can't hold anything <laughs> Can't back. Can't hold anything back. All right. Good. But before we get into it, uh, you guys have one day or maybe less by the time you're listening to this to enter our January giveaway. It is a signed Michael Thomas Saints helmet given away by our good friends over at Pristine Auction. You have to get your entry in by January 31st. That is Friday at 1159 p.m. You can go to bettingpros.com slash contest for more details. But to enter, just leave a review for the show on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher. Send a screenshot of that review to contest at bettingpros.com. That is it. It takes two minutes, and it is a signed Michael Thomas helmet. Now, if you don't win that helmet, you should still go check out pristineauction.com. That's P-R-I-S-T-I-N-E auction.com. They have a ton of great sports and other memorabilia. It is addicting. You will find something that you love, and it will almost certainly be at an amazing price. And when you go there, don't forget to use our promo code BETTINGPROS. You get a free $5 voucher instantly. All right, gentlemen, the spread has stayed pretty consistent here throughout the week. The Chiefs are laying one and a half. The total has climbed since it first opened, but I kind of expected it to keep going as the public was pounding it. It's kind of settled right now at 54 and a half. We'll let Sean start us off here on the games. Andrew, you can start us off first on the prop. So, Sean, what's your reaction here? How are you breaking down this spread and the total? Yeah, I mean, it. I, I didn't think the spread would ever get to, up to three points because I think uh, – you know, everyone would kind of hammer the 49ers if it got up to three points. I instinctively just look to the under in general. I'm going to be on the under in this game. I'm, I'm like you. I'm going to wait and see if it gets bet up anymore. I was hoping to get it like uh, maybe 56, but even 54 and a half, I'm on the under. I'm on the Chiefs as well. I see it like 31, 21. I, I just, I, I think it's just Andy Reid's time more than anything. It's just Andy Reid's time. He leads NFL coaches for uh, the amount of wins in the regular season, amount of playoff wins without winning a championship. I think this year is the year he kind of gets the monkey off his back. He looks amazing in a wine shirt down in uh, Miami there. And really, matchup wise, you could make a great case for the 49ers, and normally I would lean to a team like the 49ers, physical defense, able to run the ball, control the clock. I just think uh, Patrick Mahomes. I'm, I'm not going to go against Patrick Mahomes here. He really is the, I mean, you know, uh, it sounds cliche, but I think he's, he's enough to carry this team, and we'll get into it in the props as far as the style of the game, but I really think the Chiefs, at the end of the day, will be able to move the ball and uh, get more points than the 49ers, and that's what matters. Now, Andrew, you are, you're a noted <laughs> hater of Hawaiian shirts, so <laughs> how do you feel here about uh, the Chiefs laying one and a half in the total at 54 and a half? I was a little surprised, actually, the number, like a bunch of places it opened at a pick and quickly moved to the one and a half. The way that the Niners beat up on the Packers, though, I was really thinking, like, geez, maybe they're going to make the Niners the favorites here. Just the way that the Chiefs have kind of like fallen behind a bit in games and the competition. Not not that the Niners competition was much better, but the playing the Titans in the AFC, not taking anything away from the Titans, but very one-dimensional. And once the Chiefs got up in that game, you never really felt like the Titans were going to be able to come back. So... It sounds like the the early money in Vegas, too, is saying that the books are going to need the Chiefs. And it can be usually an early indicator like that we're going to see a little more public money. Obviously, in the Super Bowl, you're going to see most of the public money come in on a Friday, a Saturday, and a Sunday right before the game. 
So there still could be a bit of movement. Um, I'm going to take the Chiefs now because I think the Chiefs are the more public team heading into the game. So I expect it to maybe get up to two. I've seen I've seen two at a a couple of dirty offshores there, and um, but I'll probably jump on the Chiefs right now. I I I, ag- I agree with Sean. I think Patrick Mahomes is just too. We're we're seeing this incredible run that he's doing right now. Um, eight touchdowns, no interceptions in the playoffs, and just, they have, they have so many talented weapons at his disposal that I know that, I, I don't want to take anything away from the Niners' defense. And usually when two teams meet up like this, the great offense versus the great defense, uh, yeah, yeah, the Chiefs' defense is, is okay, at least against the pass, and uh, the Niners' offense is, is one of the highest scoring in the league, so you can't really, like, count them out. But this is really all about the offense versus that the Chiefs offense versus that Niners defense. And, and I'm agreeing with Sean. I can't, I can't not back Mahomes in this spot. And I, I think Andy Reid's going to come up with a good game plan. Not that Shanahan won't either, but uh, I like, I like, I'm going to lay that money with the Chiefs. As for the total, it, it's the number seems about right. Um, I, I think that's another number. Like you said, like there's going to be a lot of public over money heading into the, heading into the weekend here. So if you like the over, get it now. Um, but also like Sean, I hate, I hate agreeing to this uh, no fun when we agree all the time, but, uh, I, I'm going to be on the under a well, I, I see a, a game, something like that, like a 28, 21 kind of game. Yeah. Uh, so here's, here's how I'm coming at it. Um, I don't really disagree, unfortunately, with anything you guys have said. I know it would make for a better podcast. Like, you guys are nuts coming in. I, I will say this when I look at the, the game, I, I do think again, and, I'm not sure you guys are really disagreeing with this part of it. I think the 49ers are probably overall a better team. I think with their defense fully healthy, when you have, you know, Bosa being able to rush the quarterback with Ford, you have Quan Alexander in there able to stop the run. You have Tart back. Since they've been at full health, they're just a really, really, really scary unit. And the offense, you know, people, you know, it's like people are taking a negative from the fact that Garoppolo threw eight times. Like, oh, Shannon <laughs> doesn't like Garoppolo. or he thinks, They just didn't have to. They could run the ball the entire time. To. Yeah, why I would think you? Garopp- yeah, Garoppolo obviously has, certainly has the potential to have a terrible game, right? I mean, we've seen him, <laughs> we've certainly seen him do stuff where he's he's thrown a bad interception or two. And even against the Vikings, you know, oh, where they yeah. dominated, right? Early on, he threw that bad pick. So you could see that. But overall, realistically, when I see these teams match up, it strikes me as the 49ers have the better team. But you both have said it, and that is Patrick Mahomes. And it's just, I can't do it. Like, I can't pull the trigger on betting. I, I probably I'm might be the only person in the United States who's not going to bet on the actual spread in the in the Super Bowl. Because I, I really, no, I, I, I agree. Think the, I might not either. Oh, all right. You and I can have a party together then. And I, I thought about uh, not betting the spread, but then I... Realized the podcast listeners would just make fun of me. And uh, well, so I got peer pressured into betting the spread. But uh, yeah, again, I feel better about some of these props than I do the actual side. And again, at Super Bowl, Super Bowl's a one day where like props are totally fine. Like, you know, lead with all the props. And I, I love props, generally speaking, because as you know, I do uh, fantasy stuff and I project each player. So with that, I'm really like I focus a lot on the props. Uh, but this is a game between just it's it's two elite teams. I mean, the Chiefs have won eight games in a row you've got the whole Andy Reid off a bye thing you know you've got the 49ers who you know, get to the quarterback without blitzing as well as anyone against a quarterback that's sacked at the lowest rate in the league you know it's just really one of these games where you're like I don't know as for the total by the way I I have bet the under I believe on the last two Chiefs playoff games that has not gone well um, <laughs> and for this I agree now when I first looked at it and I, I we analyzed it when the lines first broke uh, me and Rich Ryan I think it opened at 52 and a half. And at that point I was like, oh, I, there's no way I'm taking the under on 52 and a half. Just, you know, it struck me. It's a gut reaction. It was sort of like, you know, it's going to climb. But in the end, now that it's sitting at 54 and a half, like I'm like, man, if I'm really thinking about this, the value is clearly on the under right now. Like it's very clearly on the under, but I can't do it because, <laughs> you know, you know, with Mahomes, there just is nothing. I mean, he can, he can, just go crazy. So I guess the last thing I'll ask is, you know, the public, because this is the only game of the year where probably the sharp betters have a pretty minimal impact, right? I mean, yeah. there's so much public money coming in and the public money is enough to kind of move these lines. 
there's going to be a ton of public money probably that comes in what sunday like sunday, sunday. morning sunday's right? the big day yeah do you think that the total is going to continue to grow up then i mean is this going to be at 55 55 and a half cuz everybody you know the the public loves overs so yeah of course when, is this going to go up to 55 55 and a half if you like the over should you be taking it now i th- i think so i cuz i'm there's going to be a lot of you're going to see a lot of chiefs over parlays as well too like people can't yeah. say no to that uh to that parlay there even though i said i'll say right now stay away but uh, <laughs> it, it's it's there it's gonna come fast and furious sunday and it, it wouldn't be out of the ordinary to see that number jump up another half point or so yeah to add add to that uh my dad who's one of the more square betters around texted me uh <laughs> I'm I'm going Chiefs in the over, so uh, he's. Ne- I don't yeah. think he's ever bet the under, so I, that's any indication. I, I think it'll go up if it goes anywhere. Um, but yeah, I, I'd like, I'd hope to get a 56, but I, I'm not. You know, I'd be shocked if it goes down. I, that's what I'd say. Yeah, yeah that's well, a good way to put it. Right. so is there any other bet out of curiosity before we kind of, um, you know, get into the player props and some of the game props? Is there any part of it? Like, I kind of could see this coming out. And at some point, Mahomes is going to be unleashed, right? At some point, he's going to go nuts. But we've seen him come out a little flat, I mean, against the Titans. It's not like, you know, they they came in from behind against uh, the Texans. They were obviously getting blown out completely. I could see a bet on the 49ers, like, in the first quarter or maybe even in the first half or something like that. So if I'm going to bet the spread, I could see doing something like that right but i think on the overall total oh man this is a great game it's going to be an exciting game it's, it's, it's going to be fun. it's really hard to give a lean because i can see it happening so many different like the outcome coming from so many different ways so it's kind of difficult it, it's going to be a lot of fun yeah so basically we've done a great job of basically being like i don't know who knows <laughs> i guess patrick mahomes is great but honestly that is you know to to see this spread like this it is the matchup that everybody kind of wanted by the time, you know, the Ravens were out. It's what we're going to get. It's really going to be interesting because the last time you saw this, you know, not to undersell the 49ers offense, which is very, very good in its own right. But the last time you saw this really, really elite defensive team against what looks like this unstoppable offense, you know, you, you wound up with the, the Seahawks just absolutely destroying the oh, Broncos yeah. in that game. And that was a game, too, where the spread was basically a pick right? It was it was pretty close there so hopefully we don't see a repeat of that and it's a good game all the way through but if not don't worry about it because we're gonna have some player props to talk about now before we get there let us talk briefly about BetMGM and the BetMGM sports app if you have your phone handy search for the BetMGM sports app in your app store right now download it and sign up for an account it's gonna ask you if you have a promo code you do it is my last name Harris deposit whatever amount you want and you're ready to bet. And right now, make sure your first bet is a $1 money line bet on either the Chiefs or the 49ers to win the Super Bowl. If you do, then if either team scores a touchdown during the game, not necessarily the team you bet on, either team, you win $200 in free bets. Your $1 bet does not matter for that. You win so long as either team scores a touchdown, even if you lose your $1 money line bet. And guess what? There has never been a Super Bowl where neither team scored a touchdown, and we are sitting here debating the over-under of 54.5. So you're probably in pretty good shape. It's essentially a guaranteed bet. Again, download the BetMGM Sports app, open an account, use our promo code Harris, and win some free money during the Super Bowl. These winnings are paid in free bets. You must be 21 years or older, and although you can sign up and easily deposit money anywhere, you must be in the state of New Jersey to place a sports bet, and certain restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for the full list of terms and conditions, and if you've got a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, guys, let's move on here to some prop bets. Uh, As everyone knows, we use the betting pros uh, consensus lines for these spreads and over-unders today and throughout the season. We're going to do the same thing here for prop bets. You can find consensus player props over at bettingpros.com slash props, and you can find consensus game props over at bettingpros.com slash game props. So we'll talk about some of our favorite plays. I'll give some of my thoughts, but Andrew, Sean got to start off the spread and the total, so why don't you start us off with game, player prop, whatever you want to talk about. Do we do we start with something before the game actually starts and go with oh. the anthem? Oh boy, Ooh. do you have an anthem call? <laughs> We're going with the over on the anthem again this year. Even though the number started off at like 119 and a half at some places and I'm seeing it as high as 124 and a half with 124 seconds left, so 2 minutes and 4.5 seconds. Um had a little controversy last year um with Gladys Knights with the, her uh 
enunciation of the word brave. <laughs> and uh, so that was very exciting. A lot of books, I think most uh, most books, I think, ended up paying both ways last year. So it's going to be interesting. Um, Lovato, I think, is going to milk it. And her last performance at the um, at the McGregor fight that that went way over. Uh, I just the the juice is on the over still. It's a tough one, but this is the one of the most fun props I have every year. Everyone's everyone's into it right away, and we all sit there, sit around, timing it ourselves and <laughs> watching. All, I think I think she uh, and we're all screaming at Diva over, 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 and 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 we're gonna go. We're gonna start with an over on the. Anthem one. I, well, I'm seeing one twenty four and a half right now. I'll still take the over on that. Sean, you're a noted Demi Lovato fan. Do you have any <laughs> uh, any thoughts on that one? Uh, yeah, no. I mean, I'm not going to take the under on the national anthem. I did see a uh, prop bet related to the national anthem that she would not use a mic stand at plus one forty. I like that. Ooh. Anytime you can get a you know a dog uh, for not using a mic stand, <laughs> I'm in on that. But uh, for my first uh, official prep bet here, I'm going to go to the game. We, we kept talking about Patrick Mahomes, and I just – the style of game that I see uh, happening, I think Patrick Mahomes is going to be running the ball a lot. In the last two playoff games, he rushed for uh, 53 yards apiece, and his total is set at 30-and-a-half. I love the over here on Patrick Mahomes. I think it's – I mean, San Francisco is a great defensive line. If they're not disciplined with the rush lanes – He's going to be running all over the place, uh, getting first downs, keeping drives alive. And if you look at uh, kind of a similar team in a, in, in a couple senses as far as uh, type of offense they run, the Arizona Cardinals really at times gave the 49ers, uh, you know, they kind of struggled with them considering how much better the 49ers were than the Cardinals. And if you look at actually Kyler Murray's games uh, against them, he had 37 yards and then uh, he had, uh, what was the other one? Sorry, uh, 34 and 67 yards against the 49ers. So I think, you know, the Chiefs are a much better version of that. And I, it just seems like in a must-win game, you feel the need to scramble, pick up first downs, keep drives alive. And I think he's really going to do a lot with his legs. So this is an interesting one for me, I'll be honest. Um, because he's – so he, he's obviously – he's had some, some bigger rushing games here in the playoffs. Um, but before that – he had done it surpassed this number five times in his entire career, right? You think of Mahomes, you're like, oh, he's got so much speed, right? He's going to be great. He'd done it five times over two seasons in a game, right? This is not something where you kind of look at it and you're like, oh, boy, this is where it's going to be. It strikes me a little bit as when I look at it that way and I break it down that the value strikes me on the under. But I agree with you in that I, I wouldn't bet it. This is, again, one that I'm looking at and I'm sort of like, you know, the value strikes me here. But I'm like, but it's Patrick Mahomes. And I think the biggest thing and you brought up is the 49ers um, play zone, which actually, I mean, it, it it's kind of going to keep Mahomes in check, right? When you play man, the corners are, are turned away, so they're not necessarily watching him. But I think it really is that pass rush, right? I mean, they the, the offensive line for the Chiefs, no offensive line at this point can stop that pass rush that's coming in with the four of you know those guys that are really going to get to Mahomes, and he's going to have to scramble. Now, he's going to have plenty of times where he's just going to kind of flick it 50 yards downfield, but I do think that the fact that they're going to get to him so much, probably, and his scrambling ability, it, it, I can't pull the trigger on the under. So I don't I don't love the over. In, you know, I think the value sort of lies in the under. But I, the reason why I, I'm, you know, a little caught in between on this is because I do think they're going to get to him quite a bit. And I do think that's going to force him out of the pocket and make him run a little bit. So it's an interesting thought. Andrew, do you have any thoughts on that one? Uh, I, I agree with you that this number has been elevated because of the way he's performed the last two weeks, um, which is too bad. But I'm once again, over this, where this is the most unfun podcast ever. I agree. I'm not going to fade him just because I I I think that the Niners are really going to try hard to get pressure on Mahomes with that front four and without blitzing. And that'll probably as disciplined as they are and as good as they are. He's he's athletic enough that he's going to be able to find some time. Yeah. What, and, well, because we're agreeing so much, just to be clear, I, if I'm forced to choose a side here, I will go under. So there, I disagree. Bad job. Go ahead. And try one, what, yeah. One more quick note. If you look at the uh, regular season, San Francisco third, as far as QB rush yards allowed, just behind the Browns and the Bengals. So kind of a rare uh, weakness for the 49ers. 
I think. Is there uh, ability to defend the QB rush? Uh, good point. Yeah, no, it's it's going to be an interesting one. And again, the guy like Mahomes, you know, I, I'm a big fan of the under on the QB rushing attempts. You know, if for no other reason, especially when a team is favored, not really comes to play here, but you're always going to have the couple of kneel downs at the end, maybe yeah, at the end of the yep. half or maybe the, the game, right? You'd be like, oh, man, I'm like, what's what's Garoppolo's number? Four, four and a half yards or something like I that? I think it's four and a half, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, that's an interesting one. But again, it's not a game where you necessarily expect them to win, so you can't count on the minus three yards that they're going to get. But that is something where I always generally lean towards the under, especially whenever Rivers goes. I'll take that under half a yard all the <laughs> oh, time. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, that's one of my favorites every time. But with this one, it's really, really tough. Again, I would lean towards the under but it's something where i'm probably not gonna be able to pull the trigger on for all the reasons you said and really the answer to everything involving the chiefs and this game is well it's mahomes so it's really hard to go against them andrew why don't you go ahead what's your next one do you want me to continue with some more mahomes as you just you do whatever you seg- want man. segwayed me there no the we're gonna go with oy- the world is your oyster go ahead. patrick mahomes to throw a touchdown pass in the second quarter at uh, minus 120 um if you haven't heard, the Chiefs are pretty good in the second quarter. Um, they led the league 177 second quarter points this season. And like like everyone has just seen 42 in those last two playoff games. And you guessed it. It's because of Patrick Mahomes. Uh, in the regular season, 1,500 yards, 9.2 yards per attempt, 10 touchdowns, one pick, 113.5 passer rating, which was his best passer, racing, pa- best passer rating of any quarter this season. Um, and that hasn't changed in the playoffs much. 16 for 20, 212 yards, five touchdowns, and no interceptions, plus that crazy 27-yard run in that in the AFC Championship there. Um, like I said before there, I think um, we have to give a little credit to that Niners defense, so maybe it takes the Chiefs a little while to get going, and the defenses are always a little more hyped in a Super Bowl where the offenses are a little more subdued at the start of a game with, with all the, with all the hype surrounding it. And Andy Reid still uh, as, even if the run game isn't successful, he's still going to trot that out there early on in games, at least, and give you at least the look of a run game every now and then. So I think the bet that they'll get going in the second quarter and him to throw a touchdown pass there is, is very, very likely. Are the odds out of curiosity, the odds, if you know off the top of your head to throw the touchdown pass the same in every quarter for him? Nope, they are, they are not. That was, uh, uh, I have them. The first quarter was plus 110. Okay. The uh, third quarter was about even money, I think. No, the third quarter was also plus one, no, minus 110. And the fourth quarter is also minus 120 or something like that. Got it. So okay. the second and fourths were the most likely quarters for him to throw in. Yep, yep. No, I mean, I think that makes sense. And again, what I said was to the extent I like a side, quote unquote, on either this, it's kind of the 49ers early, maybe even the under in the first quarter, but the the 49ers maybe in the first quarter, because I do think generally it's Super Bowl. Everybody kind of gets a little bit uh, caught up and I feel like they could, you know, come out a little conservative. I don't. Th- and again, but Mahomes has gone a little nuts. They're behind the last two games. And he's really <laughs> been like, oh, now I have to Mahomes. You know, before that, it's sort of like, all right, let's play it straight. So uh, that that I, I like that call. All right, Sean, what do you have now? Well, we've had a lot of sensible, reasonable bets here, and I'm going to mix oh, things no. up and go for a, uh, a pretty long shot. Uh, I got it over at the betting pros. This is uh, Matt Breda, our good buddy. I think uh, now it's plus 1,600. It's a long shot for a reason, but most rushing yards at plus 1,600. Here's my Ooh. scenario. Here's Ooh. my scenario. Uh, Mostert, you know, hey, he's going to come in there. He'll have a good game, but he's coming off a huge 200-yard game. Coleman, uh, I think – I mean, I still think that shoulder is going to be an issue. If I'm Shannon – There's no way There's no way that Coleman is going to have a significant role in this game. There's just right. no way. Yeah. So what if he scores three touchdowns though? <laughs> it's it's certainly it's certainly possible. And I love uh, I love all the Brita overs and Coleman unders. A lot of them are off the board right now because of the shoulder injury. I got a couple early, um, and certainly going to play him in some like DFS lineups. But yeah, Matt Brita to have the most rushing yards at plus sixteen hundred. You know, I mean, if you're with 49ers, it's like really their strength is just their how the offensive line just bowls people over. It kind of doesn't matter who's running the ball. And he just has to beat out Mostert, who maybe they're game planning around. Uh, and I think whoever's on San Francisco will outrush whoever's on Kansas City. So 
it's a long shot at plus 1600, but I, I think the scenario kind of makes sense. Does the scenario include Matt Breida inventing a time machine and going back to the game against the Vikings and getting <laughs> not fumbling at the very end of that game? Because that's my big worry here. Because, again, against the Packers, I mean, that game was over. And they had two running backs. And they were like, nah, Moster, just keep going. It's all right. Get 400 yards. I was like, Matt, Matt Breida's right there. I mean, the, ga- the game's over. And, you, you know, you got this only one running back. And they were like, nah, nah, you're, you're good, man. You're good. By the way, just so you guys know, I will say separately – that I have a bet, I believe it's 16 to 1 on Mostert to uh, have the most rushing yards in the playoffs. And Ooh. I thought it was dead in the water with Derrick Henry surviving as long as he did and had big. But with that 220 yard game, we all, everybody root for like Reem Mostert. I think it's like 169 yards. Okay. So you guys are in on that. All right. Rushing to get that one. Um, Look, I don't, I really, honestly, I, I'm teasing you a little bit. I do not hate that. Um, uh, Really, because again, 16 to 1 is good. And again, Damien Williams, I mean, you know, he's he's pretty much topped out even when he's got all the carries at like 12 and a half carries, right? Like that's basically all he's going to get. And he averages about four yards per carry or whatever. He's probably going to top out at 50 yards rushing. And with Mostert, Mostert gets injured or Mostert fumbles. Who knows what they're going to do, right? You could yeah. see Brita sort of getting in here. And even if he busts out one long one. So I, I'm teasing you a little bit, uh, you know, but especially because you're <laughs> no, getting I, crazy. I, I get no, it. No, no, but I, I, six, I yeah. like it. Yeah, I mean, I I certainly like it. I mean, not as much as Demi Lovato to go over two hundred four, <laughs> but I, you know, I why the way I do like that because I think every singer wants to milk it as long oh, as possible. Yeah. But right, totally. All right, all right, Andrew. What else you got? Well, I'm gonna make you feel good here, and we're gonna go with um, we're gonna go with Moster to go over his rushing total here of well, see, let me check on betting pros though i have it i got it in at 71 and a half i was on a, yeah, a prop shop I... last week with um a, a guy who's a niners fan and he got it at 60.5 when it first hit the board yeah, and it's, 70, was, it's 77 and a half now 77 and a half now on betting pros so yeah. uh i'd still probably take the over it's gonna um, be 169 yards don't worry about <laughs> it <Andy. laughs> but you're, we're, we're getting to the point now where maybe the unders getting a little more the side i'm gonna lean with but the chiefs have the 29th ranked rush defense still in in terms of dvoa and everything i'm hearing is that the Niners are just gonna go big as much as possible. Lots of lots of lots of running to Mostert and lots of play action to Kittle, sort of thing. And I think this number is win or lose for for the Chiefs. This is a number that that Mostert can get to. Yeah, I mean, I again, I, it is the rare thing where man, it opened so much lower than it is right now at you know, know. at seventy seven and a half. So seventy seven and a half, honestly, you know, again, one of these things where. Like most props, I would kind of lean towards the under uh, on this one. But they are obviously going to try to do what they do best. Although, I will give one of my props in a minute. Um, but, I, I, you know, it strikes me as, as something where he is the only guy in town. Unless, you know, yeah. of course, Sean's noted, you know, buddy <laughs> Matt Breida gets involved <laughs> in there. Um, and they're going to run it as much as they can. And that is where you can attack the Chiefs. So, I, I certainly don't hate the idea of it. 77 and a half at this point for me is a little a little too much but it's getting there <laughs> it's getting there it's getting pushed up how about you Sean what else you got oh okay well as you know I'm a Philadelphia Eagles fan and and we get a we get a lot of grief for uh, being mean fans and for cheering for injuries <laughs> so I'm going to show that I have a heart and I am going to there's a bet out there number of players carted off the field it's set <laughs> it's set at a half and I love the under at minus 140. I think it's a Super Bowl. I think if you get if you get banged up, uh, whatever it is, they're gonna do whatever it takes to kind of walk off. No one wants to be carted off from the Super Bowl. And again, you're cheering against injuries. You're just cheering for everyone to have a nice, safe Super Bowl and nothing really bad to happen. So you feel like you're on the right side of karma. So give me under a half for players carted off the field at minus one forty. I mean, here's the best part of that one is that you're, first of all, you're constantly engaged, right? Because yeah. every single play, you're like, come on, no injuries. <laughs> yeah. Every time you get down, you're just on the player's side. Somebody goes down, they're like, oh, they look a little bit hurt. You're get just up. like totally rooting for them on either side. Not, no, see, you're doing it in the Philadelphia Eagles way. You're like, <laughs> get up, man. What are you doing? I'm doing it in, like the caring, like, we care about you. It's okay. You can do it. You're a strong guy. Go ahead and get up there. So, 
that's a crazy bet. But it is – I don't know what people did in the Super Bowl before prop bets because if you can't root for people to not get injured, then what's even <laughs> the point of watching these games at this point? Um, all right, Andrew, what do you have next? Uh, next, we're going to go with Travis Kelsey's longest reception over 20 and a half yards. This was one of the first prop bets that jumped off the board to me when they first started hitting the board uh, last week there. I just – I really, really like this matchup for him. He's he's a really smart tight end. Not, not only is he super talented, he's really smart. And as we've mentioned, the Niners play zone. And he's going to be able to sit down in those pockets and find those that space. And then he's just as tough to tackle as anyone in the league. Uh, he he led the team. And most people will think of Tyreek Hill as the, as the big threat guy. But he actually led the team with 20-plus yard receptions this year. And he's had four 20-plus yard receptions in the playoffs. And I think he's just, and he's proven that he can um, do it against these top defenses. He's faced five top 10 teams in terms of passing DVOA, uh, including the Pats, who are the top. And he averaged six six and a half receptions and 70 yards per game and had a reception of 20 yards per more in three of those. And one of those games that he didn't, Mahomes wasn't even his quarterback. So... He's, he's a very capable guy, and I just think down the stretch, the, the Niners actually did have some trouble with tight ends. In weeks 13, 14, and 16, they faced just, like, okay tight ends. Mark Andrews, Jared Cook, Tyler Higbee, and they allowed them to combine for 224, 224 yards and 14 receptions. Um, that's an average of 15-point yards, yards per catch, and eat, uh, all of them had at least one catch of 20-plus yards. So if the Chiefs are... Are, are moving the ball at all. I think Kelsey to have a reception over 20 half yards is a good bet. Okay. Yeah. I don't hate that. I, I definitely don't hate that. There are, are going to be a lot of big plays. Um, and certainly Kelsey is one of the guys to get in on it. Uh, I'm going to throw one out here because it was the first one I bet when I sort of looked at this one and it's a little creative and it is the number of players to throw a touchdown pass. And that Ooh. is over two and a half because you have to assume of course that Garoppolo, of course, this does mean Garoppolo has to throw one, so that is a little dicey. Yeah, in the end. Um, the one caveat. <laughs> you have one job. Um, but, look, these are two of the most creative um, play callers in the game, right, with Reed and Shanahan. You know they're going to pull out all the stops. Last game of the season, can't hold anything back, as we said. It's at plus 124. Um, you know, you've seen Emmanuel Sanders do it, you know, uh, before. And he's certainly capable of throwing the ball. I just think there's going to be some crazy trick play. It's plus money, obviously, so the odds are not in its favor. But it is something. And, you know, I like rooting for creativity. You know what I mean? It's something where, where you can definitely see them go or fake punt or something like that. So, for me, I'm going over uh, two and a half touchdown passes at plus 124. You're up, Sean. All right. Well, man, there's so much. Uh, there's so many. I know ones. you're you're gonna have to narrow it down here. I'm gonna. How about this? I'll give you guys uh, two more each. Is that good? Oh, okay. You what do you want? All right. You want to do seven more? Do seven more. Do as many as you want. How about this? I could, I could be here all night until I cut you off. Uh, here's one I like, and again, it kind of goes to the game script uh, that I uh, see the see the game going. And in general, it's nice when you can bet props where you can see them going either if the Chiefs win or if the 49ers win, right? So I think uh, one of the things the Chiefs are going to do to kind of counterbalance the pass rush is get the screen game involved early and often. I think Damian Williams is going to have a big day as far as receiving yards. Right now over at Betting Pros, his line is set at 29.5. I'll take the over on that, minus 112. It just seems like that's a great way to offset a crazy pass rush is the screen game or checking down the receivers. I, I think, or checking down to the running back. I, I think Kelsey and the running back, uh, you know, Damian Williams, I think they're going to have a lot of kind of easy yards underneath because I think the 49ers are going to do everything they can to stop, uh, you know, any sort of crazy big play that knocks them out of the game. Um, so, yeah, I love Damian Williams over receiving yards at 29 and a half. Yeah, I really like that one. Honestly, when I looked at this, that's one of the first things I looked at, too. And I, I was like, what are his receptions? You know, it's four and a half. You know, that that's a big number. Um, but the fact that it's set there shows that, obviously, there's an expectation that Williams is certainly going to be getting a lot of work in the passing game. So I certainly don't hate that one. All right, Andrew, go ahead. I'm not going to limit you guys to two more. You guys were disappointed. You can you, Go ahead. Just keep going. What do you got? Uh, I'm going to speak to Deshaun's idea about the game. The the way the game is going to end up. And this is one I like if the game is close, which is what I think. 
Um, and that's Garoppolo to go over 29 and a half pass attempts. And I know he hasn't done that much lately. And I know there's no way that Kyle Shanahan has him throwing the ball 30 plus times in his game plan. Um, but those were blow off blowout wins, obviously. And when you look deeper into it, he threw 30 plus passes seven times in the regular season. Two of those came in losses to the Seahawks and Falcons. The other five came by wins of four points, 13 points, three points, 10 points, and two points. And that 10-point one was that crazy Cardinals one where uh, they fumbled on the last play, and I had a terrible bad beat, and I <laughs> screamed a lot of stuff at the TV. It's not fun. <laughs> um, but either way, um, <laughs> it's, the point being is that Grappolo has clearly thrown the ball in those close games, and I think this is going to be a close game, so I'm betting him to go over 29 and a half pass attempts. So I do like that one actually, and I I bet one that's similar to it and, and pretty correlated, and that is over 19 and a half completions, right? Because mm. I, I think I, I agree with you completely. And again, they're going to need points. They're going to need to throw. They're going to get creative here. And uh, you know, if he is going to throw that much, I think that he will be able to complete 19 and a half if he's going to go over there anyway. So I think they're pretty correlated. But I also think for the most part. You know, they're not going to go – Shannon's not going to go crazy. They will go deep when they need to go deep. He can he yeah. can take their shots. But for the most part, I think it's going to be a lot of, you know, high percentage completions, trying to keep the ball moving, using the play-action pass and stuff like that. So I'm with you on that one. For me, the the it, in terms of his pass attempts and stuff like that, I actually slightly prefer the pass completions at over 19 and a half. But, yeah, I'm with you sort of uh, in that line of thinking. All right, Sean. Yes. This is, a, uh, this is a prop bet I play every year uh, since I found out about it maybe like six years ago uh, when we started really diving deep into the, into the prop bet market here. And that is to play both quarterbacks their first passing complete. So right now you can take Mahomes plus 165 first passing complete, Garoppolo plus 195 right now first passing complete. I play them blind every year. You can usually wait because people – will think like, oh, yeah, you know, they're good. They're going to give sure. them an easy pass. But it's the Super Bowl. It's the, they've been, they haven't played in two weeks. There's so much pressure. Guys are overthinking it. Uh, it. Even in, like, shootout games, a lot of times their first pass will be incomplete. They're out of sync. They're in a new stadium, weird lighting, the whole thing. There's probably still going to be smoke on the field. Uh, <laughs> so there's a lot of reasons. But really, it's just kind of one of those EV bets where if you play both of them, one of them's probably going to hit. There's a chance you could hit both. Uh, if you're at a shop that lets you parlay props, I would I would sprinkle a little on that as well. Last year, both hit, uh, both Goff and uh, Brady, first pass incomplete. And you have two quarterbacks who've never played in the Super Bowl before. So I really like uh, both of them, first pass incomplete. So I just want to make sure you understand before you, you push that bet. Like, that's a bet against Patrick Mahomes. You know that? <laughs> yeah, I know. Like that. <laughs> right? is, I thought we don't is... do that. I thought we don't do that at all here. No? <laughs> it's one of the few I have. Uh, also <laughs> covered in is uh, interception. So uh, if they intercept, it's, it counts as a non, as non-complete as well. So you're covered there. Oh, thank goodness. Hey, could you imagine <laughs> that if you're like, yeah, incomplete pass. It's like, oh, well, sorry. He you didn't read the fine it. It was Right. I would legitimately just pass out. All right, Andrew, what else you got? Okay, uh, a one I like a lot is Tyree Kill over four and a half rushing yards. Like I, I yeah, I, uh, I I love I love his ability and his total, his receiving total at betting pros right now is seventy seven and a half, I believe, uh, for the game, which is crazy for two reasons. One, you think he can go that over that in one play. Two, he hasn't gone over 72 yards in each of his last seven games. So it's kind of a weird thing. And, like, you never know how many targets you're going to get. He's been very matchup dependent. So, like, he's had 19 targets in a game this season. And then other games he's had two. So you never know really what you're going to get with him. Gee, uh, the, the Niners are going to do a lot of interesting things, I think, when it comes to defending him. So I like this rushing prop. Why is it so low? Uh, he has only rushed the ball 10 times all season for 34 yards with a long of five. So we're looking for him to match his long of the season. But my thinking here is all he needs is a one, right? And we've talked about Andy Reid, and this is his time. And he's he's a great offensive line. He has two weeks to repair. And he knows his best chance of winning is putting the ball in the hands of his most talented guys. And that's Hill. And I think he'll just cook up just one special play at, that'll be used at the exact right moment. And he's going to go over that four and a half yards on one. Ho- hopefully we get two rushes, but 
I'm I'm betting it's only one, and I'm still taking the over. Have you guys ever seen the movie Little Giants? Oh, of course. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so uh, what that's making me think of, but what this whole Super Bowl is really making me think of is at one point, you know, the Little Giants are not doing so well, and then they go, all right, guys, what's the last thing they'd expect us to do? And one of like the little kids who thinks goes, a reverse to me? And that's sort of how I feel this is going to be going. I feel like both guys are so smart and they have so many plays in their thing that they're going to be like, what's the last thing they think they would do? You know, now Tyree Kill doesn't fall into that. But yeah, it's surprising. I bet you most people would be like, how many rush attempts has Tyreek had on the season? They'd be like, I don't know, 20. Like they probably like give it to him all the time and stuff like that. It's not often. And he doesn't he doesn't go crazy with that. So I, I, I am a little that worried that it's that it's I'm watching it happen and it turns out to be one of those little pop passes that everybody does now. Oh. And and it'll go oh, for like twenty right. yards yeah. and I'm gonna be really sad. So that's that's my one hesitation about it, but I still I'm still going to go with the over. Oh, my gosh. That is absolutely right. The pop pass that they love to do that Brady always does. Mahomes has done it as well. Got to pad those passing stats. (laughs) Oh, that's a killer. All right. All right, Sean. Go ahead. Get us back to normalcy. Well, all right. I don't know how. (laughs) Kind of. We're uh, crazy. Go ahead. In the the little giant strategy, who is the last guy you expect (laughs) to get the first touchdown in the Super Bowl? He's a goal line tight end. Sure, he only has one career touchdown, but I think that means he's due. Give me Blake Bell first touchdown at plus 5,500. He had a touchdown in the uh, Texans win for the Chiefs. And again, I I love where you guys' heads are at because it's where my head is at, that Shanahan and Reed, they've had two weeks to scheme up all these interesting play calls. I could really see him being involved, a little play action along the goal line. Uh, you know, just something right there at the edge. He gets in. Uh, everyone's going to be guarding Kelsey. They won't. No one will suspect Blake Bell plus fifty five hundred. <laughs> it's again a huge long shot, but man, uh, I definitely want a little action on that. Uh, I actually love that bet. I think that's a really, <laughs> really no, no. I think it's a really good bet because you could absolutely see them sort of gearing up to try to be like, okay, what are they not going to be ready for right now? And just, you know, if they get in close and they have a fake and, you know, everybody's thinking about Kelsey and stuff like that. So, yeah, and obviously 5,500, you know, it's not like you got to go in there and be like, give me a grand on Blake Bell to, yeah. you know. Right, have a nice you know, fade. Can... And, and, and just kind of correlated, which is interesting, if you look at the betting pros consensus, for him just to score a touchdown, it's all the way down at plus 800. So that to me even, that seems like, they think there's an okay chance they'll score a touchdown, but at, it shoots up to plus 5,500 uh, for first touchdown. That seems a pretty big disparity. Yeah. All right. I like it. How about you, Andrew? Go ahead. Okay. I'm going to start sprinkling some some MVP props in here because there, there's there's a lot I like. I, like Edelman <laughs> won last year, and he was – I actually cashed pretty big on the Edelman last year. But So I, I went in with the mindset this year, who is the Edelman – uh, for the Chiefs, it's nobody. <laughs> I, I, I honestly don't think, like, you look at guys like Kelsey and Hill, and right now on the MVPs on betting polls, um, I think they're around twelve to 1,400-ish area. Uh, and I just don't see them having a, a big game without Mahomes having a bigger game and them not giving it to Mahomes. Um, the, the longer shot on the Chiefs I like is Nicole Hardman. I think he can grab one big catch for a touchdown at one point. And if the game is a little lower scoring, and we're kind of siding with the under here a bit, it's a little lower scoring. Maybe Mahomes only throws two touchdown passes. And if Hardman can return one for a touchdown as well, uh, I really like his his value there. Uh, for the Niners, uh, the Edelman bet is, is clearly Kittle. He can, he can easily have a big game here. Um, two touchdowns, but hopefully he hasn't scored many touchdowns, but he'd probably need two touchdowns or maybe one in like a hundred yards and several catches sort of things. But I really like his value there. Uh, but the other way to look at it is uh, if the, if the Niners win their defense probably had a great game. And then you're looking at guys like Bosa, but there's a lot of money coming in on Bosa. Like his value is starting to, oh, yeah, it's to leave, which is, which is really funny. So the other guy I'm looking at is, um, is Richard Sherman, and he just needs a pick and a couple of impact plays. Maybe there isn't a standout guy on the Niners' offense this game. Maybe they do that thing where everything's all even out. Grapple only throws, like, one touchdown, and 
Mostert gets just one and maybe Sherman gets an interception for a touchdown or maybe he gets a pick and a couple big deflections. Uh, I really like his value too. And he's at plus 8,000 on the betting consensus of uh, uh, the betting betting bros consensus right now. Yeah. By the way, and again, we, you know, we talk about it when, with betting bros consensus, they show you a bunch of different lines. So Sherman is actually 8,500 and FanDuel as well. It's not the consensus. So that's a big line. Um, just a couple things with your points. Hardman, the great, it's the great point about the fact if you are going to bet an offensive player on the Chiefs other than Mahomes, and I'll explain that you should not be betting Patrick Mahomes <laughs> to win MVP, even though he probably will. Um, Hardman really is the guy that fits because of the fact that he's really the only guy, unless Damian yep. Williams is going to start scoring, right? Because of the fact that he returns kicks. What if he returns the opening kickoff for a touchdown and then, you know, he catches another <laughs> one in the game? You never know. With Mahomes, the odds are plus 115. I mean, if you're going to do that, just bet on the Chiefs to win the game. Like, who yeah. cares about, you know, the MVP? Yeah. Like, if you, you just bet on the Chiefs to win the game at that point but for me that the one that i liked by the way there which you mentioned is also kittle who's at plus 1600 in the consensus odds now there's never been a tight end i don't think right that's won the mvp in uh the super bowl i believe um I don't but believe so if the 49ers win the game unless it's another one of these raheem Mostert games and again both a, a defensive player at plus 2500 that's crazy i mean you know that that's that's crazy a little bit at this point for kel for uh kittle He's obviously going to be the guy he needs, as you mentioned, to score the touchdown. He needs big yardage. You could easily see him just one of those crazy runs, right, that yeah. gets on the highlight reel where he's just trucking everybody and just refuses to go down if he does it. So that's, for me, the guy who stood out to me as the guy with that I liked most at MVP of plus 1600. The, the other thing about Kittle, too, real quick, is that if he like lands like one or two really emphatic blocks and it gets gets the broadcasters talking <laughs> about it and the fans all right. cheering but uh, it, it's a it's a media vote based vote and if and if he's just doing things like that and getting people going crazy that's just going to be another another thing in his favor there yeah no i i agree with that all right sean so we're we're getting a little long here um so here's the deal i'm not going to make you pick one if you okay. have more than one but give give your last few that you want to get and give as many you know you can give a few here okay. coming in cool but give a few that you like give... and then uh, andrew i'll turn it over to you to, to you know kind of for your last word or however many you want to give but god give as many as you want but god this is your time all right the floor is mine and uh <laughs> I'm going to use it to talk about one that's actually involved with the game directly. Uh, it's, a, uh, it's a defensive prop. Daniel Sorensen, total tackles and tackle assists, over 4.5, minus 120. If you've watched the 49ers, they run the ball a ton. They love getting it to that next level. I mean, that's the whole Shanahan scheme. Even if you think they're going to be passing a bunch, uh, Kittle is a big target. You look at his, uh, his stats from the previous three games, Sorensen, he had five, eight, and eight. He's really been, I mean, he almost saved that Texans game with all the plays he was making. The guy, and he's on special teams as well. So this guy has a ton of opportunity to make tackles. Over four and a half feels really easy. It's only minus 120. So I love that as kind of a normal prop. Uh, while we're going a little crazy and talking about the broadcasts, I saw one online. Uh, Troy Aikman mentions his Super Bowl experience. Yes, <laughs> at minus 250. How is Troy Aikman not going to bring up the fact that he's won the Super Bowl? <laughs> Joe Buck's going to set him up. Well, what is it like for when you prepared for the Super Bowl? Uh, oh, tell is, us about is, the what Super is that, Bowl. By the way? Minus two fifty. Yeah, but it's free money. Yeah, that's Come not. On. That's not. That's not done correctly. That's like minus seven fifty is the way it should be. So yeah, I like it. Yeah, that is that is uh that is not priced um correctly. And for my final one, let's see the uh the one we haven't really talked about a ton. Okay, this is a uh, an interesting one that I like. Total number of 49ers to have a reception. I'm gonna go under seven at minus one forty five. Uh, I'm on the same page with you guys. I do think the 49ers will throw the ball more often, but even if they do, getting to eight receivers is really tough. Like if you go and look through the game logs, yeah, they'll get a couple of the receivers involved, maybe one of the running backs, Kittle, but they don't. They just don't have the kind of uh, roster where he's going to be completing the ball to eight, nine different guys. So uh, I think you're good at a push at the very least, but I really like under seven on that one as well. Actually, I didn't mention that one either, but that is definitely one that I like as well. I think that that just kind of, you know, again, even though I expect kind of, you know, the 49ers to open it up a little bit, 
passing wise on offense. I think the number of guys to catch a reception, I agree. I've already bet that one as well. So that is one of the ones that I like a lot. All right, Andrew, take us out in style. What else do you have? Uh, let's just end with something fun. We're going with red for the color of Gatorade that will be dousing the winning coach this year. There's no great analysis behind it. Michael Irvin had a little bit of insight. I don't know if you can find it on the internet uh, from a few years ago. He talked about why red was a good one. I've always stuck with it. Red is red is what I'm going with. I mean, I can't fault your logic in that, in that Michael Irvin said something one time that kind of made me think about it. So, uh yeah, all right. Very in-depth analysis, well, I and, know. And both teams uh, have red in their jerseys. And, yes. And the, yeah. the part I really like Thank about you. it. The part I really like about a red there for the color is it's not going to cause an argument afterwards. I'm, I'm really, <laughs> you know, I don't want to have an argument with uh, some online book or even even any sort of book or bookie with what, what constitutes the color purple. What shade. Yeah, exactly. Well, so you avoid well, that conversation I'm, altogether. There are rumors going around right now that the Chiefs ha- or the I think it's the Niners have bought up a bunch of purple Gatorade to honor Kobe, which is oh, just that's a weird. Great and oh. yeah, uh, I, I don't know how to feel about it, but that's just what the internet is telling me right now. But I still don't. I'm not buying it, so we're sticking with red. <laughs> I may I may bet that one because it'll be. Uh, great because I'm colorblind so like they'll dump it and I'll be like did I win did I win what happened did I win uh, but again at least the good thing with that one is it's something that's going to keep you engaged the whole game right because you're like oh man it's been a terrible night but I got that Gatorade prop got gotta watch Gatorade it prop. <laughs> gotta watch that all right boys uh, that's going to do it this uh, was a lot of fun gave a lot of great props we're rooting for no injuries we're rooting for a long anthem we're rooting for red Gatorade so there's a lot of good stuff reminder that everyone can find Sean at the sports gambling podcast and on twitter at sean t green you can find andrew's work over at covers.com and on twitter at covers underscore kaylee that's c-a-l-e-y guys thanks a lot for coming on enjoy the super bowl i hope we can do it again uh, when the nfl starts up next season awesome yeah thanks for having me Thanks again to the sponsor of today's show, BetMGM. Remember to download the BetMGM Sports app. Use the promo code HARRIS. Place a $1 Moneyline bet on either team to win the Super Bowl. Win $200 in free bets so long as either team scores a touchdown in the game. And remember, that has never not happened, so you're looking good. Don't forget to very quickly enter our Michael Thomas helmet giveaway by leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher, sending a screenshot of that review to contest at bettingpros.com and that contest ends at 11:59 p.m. on January 31st so go ahead and get your reviews in. Enjoy the Super Bowl everyone. Eat wings, eat nachos, eat beer battered bread. Root for a long national anthem so my wife wins her prop bet and Andrew wins his prop bet. We'll be back next week with a special episode talking about some NFL futures and some Oscar wagers. I'll catch you then. 